You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics. This is the craziest thing I've ever seen. I've never seen this before. I mean, we, we go through plans of how many reps are going to take on a week-to-week basis, how many reps are going to take on a daily basis. We make sure they get warmed up beforehand. I mean, we do everything, anything possible. It's like a quarter, like a pitcher's arm. They have a, they have a kicking count, yeah. and we don't exceed it. We've never exceeded it. It's just one of those situations where you almost feel snake bit to a certain degree. You know, when it rains, it pours sometimes. It is what it is, and we just you know, push on through it. And welcome back here to the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washington, Nate Klaus. That was Nebraska special teams co- coordinator and outside linebackers coach Jovan DeWitt just trying to make light of the current kicker situation. This segment of the Husker Online Show brought to you by Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill with five locations in Omaha, one in Lincoln. Get on into any of those Tanner's locations. Uh, you can catch the Husker game at 7 o'clock on Saturday night, all the NFL action um, on Sunday and Monday as well. It's any one of those five locations in Omaha, one in Lincoln. That's Tanner's Sports Bar and Grill. Uh, but, guys, you heard DeWitt there, and, I mean, he he's lost for words. And this, this is a huge deal. You, you think about how many close games Nebraska is going to have, how many drives when they start playing elite-level Big Ten defenses where they maybe get inside the 30-yard line, but they don't score a touchdown, and you have to get points. Well, today, right now, they don't have a guaranteed kicking option uh, to score those points because we don't know when Barrett Pickering's going to come back, Dylan Jorgensen's out, and their punter, Isaac Armstrong, is currently the starting kicker. Yeah, and so Isaac has done okay given the situation. And he said uh, earlier this week that it wasn't until Thursday before the Colorado game that he knew he was going to be the starter. So he wasn't even working like full time as the number one kicker. Did nothing, did nothing until Thursday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they always do like kicks, but like not like serious on I'm preparing to be the starting field goal kicker for a game on the road. Uh, and so, I mean, he kind of went into that Colorado game about as green as you possibly could be. And he made all his extra points. He hit one from 26 yards. And so I think that, you know, they can get by. But the issue is, Sean, like you pointed to, there's going to be points where they need to do more than just get by. There are going to be games that come down to special teams, particularly the ability to make a clutch field goal late in games or um, at, at a critical juncture that right now you don't have much of any trust in that happening right now because your starting kicker is a punter who has two field goal attempts in his career and one of them was a badly missed game that cost you a chance to go into a second overtime so i mean they're they're in a bad spot right now they had an open walkout or a open tryout on campus to uh, see if there's anybody else that they could bring in to possibly compete for the job they got one guy that's pretty close to being added to the roster right now yeah and then lane trevor yonovich trevor yonovich where'd he go Omaha Gross, baby. Cougars, <laughs> South Omaha in the house. Of course. Uh, How to get that in, sorry. Then Lane McCollum is obviously in the mix, too, a former kicker at Air Force who's playing safety right now. So, I mean, they have guys that could do it, but again, Barrett Pickering was really good at the end of last year. I mean, he almost won them the Michigan State game. Uh, so to have him back would be such a huge, huge boost, and until he does come back, kicking game is going to be an adventure every night. Yeah, I, I mean, I think they have capable legs. It's just a matter of, you know, having them prepared. It's the clutch factor, yeah, too. Yeah, in that clutch factor. I mean, and also, you know, what is what is Isaac Armstrong's psyche right now? You know, you just you got thrown into the fire, and then you had the way of the world on your on your shoulders to, to tie the game and extend that to, to give your team a, a chance to, to eventually win that Colorado game, and, and you missed. And they you, threw him in the lines yeah, in there. And you miss and you missed poorly. So – I mean, hopefully he bounces back from this. But, I mean, it's a really bizarre situation when you've got Pickering, who I feel like the way that they prepared last week, they, they thought that they probably would have him. 
it for the Colorado game. And then all of a sudden he re-aggravated whatever it is that he's dealing with. And then Jorgensen goes out to Colorado and, and has two kickoff, um, you know, two kickoffs. And then now he hasn't practiced all week. And so, I mean, it's, it's a dicey situation. Yeah, the, the Pickering thing, and you wonder, you know, the fact that he didn't even travel tells you how bad it is. Because if it was even, like, remotely close, you at least bring him out to pregame warm-ups, and they didn't so, even go yeah. that far no, along. There's no so. roster limit, too, with that road game, too. So, I mean, they, it wasn't an issue of, like, keeping the numbers down. Like, if they didn't bring him because there was no way he was going to play. Which yeah, Lane, McC- that, like Lane McCollum wasn't going to travel mm-hmm. normally. But, all right, let's move on to the offensive line. I want, I want to give some time to this as well. It's been up and down. Week one, the new starters, I thought, kind of struggled. Cameron Jurgen to the snaps. And Trent Hickson didn't have his best game against South Alabama. But then week two, Hickson and Jurgens played a lot better. Hymas has been consistent both games. He's been their best guy, I think, both weeks in a row. Uh, but that right side last week, Bo Wilson, Matt Farniak, man, of all the things, that has to be the side that's consistent. That's your multi-year starters. And those guys – have not been playing at a high level. And this week's matchup, Northern Illinois is going to shift, load the box, do a bunch of movements, and you worry a little bit about that right side. Matt Farniak struggled with Northern Illinois a couple of years ago, if you remember. Yeah, and you know it's that's probably been one of the most disappointing things about that offensive line is uh, you know, Farniak wasn't supposed to be an issue. I mean, he was one of your guys. He's a captain, you know, a guy that they really put a lot on his plate to to get that whole unit uh, up to up to speed with Brendan Hymas. And Right now, he's been a liability, along with Bo Wilson, two guys that at least had experience uh, compared to some other spots on that line that uh, you wouldn't have expected to struggle the way that they have. And, you know, it brings into the debate. I know it's been brought up on, on our message board before, but, um, I mean, do you think that Nebraska would prefer to have Farniak inside at guard? I mean, that was something we talked about before the season even began. Now you combine that with his struggles early on. I mean, I don't know what their options are right for the here and now, but uh, long term, I mean, over the second half of this year, maybe next year, do you guys see his future maybe moving inside, especially if Bryce Benhart can can pick it up? I think that's the plan right now. Um, ideally, I don't know if Benhart's ready now, but by this time next year, he is a true tackle. And Matt Farniak, I don't know if has the true quickness to be a tackle at this level. So the logical move sometime down the road is to get Ben Hart on the field at tackle and try to move Farniak possibly inside, Nate. Yeah, that's – I mean, you're right. Ben Hart is, is a true tackle, um, you know, whether it's left or right, I, in my opinion. Um, and, and I think Farniak is more of a natural guard, uh, more of a natural interior offensive lineman. And, and so, um, yeah, I think if Ben Hart was ready, I feel like they would probably make that move now and, and roll with it. But – you know, I just don't know if, if Ben Hart is is at that level yet. And and you know, what do you what are you really gaining? You know, if if you're throwing somebody who is not ready yet uh, in there at right tackle and moving Farniok inside, I don't know if you really gain much by doing that at this point in time. So I think they just kind of have to roll with it and uh, you know continue to get better. Um, you know, I, I wonder about the communication that's taking place up front too, uh, with with some of those pressures and things like that. You know, is is, is Cameron Jurgens, you know, calling, making the right calls or reads up front? That way, everyone's on the same page. Uh, so I, I just think there's a lot of inexperience, and then you've got a couple guys maybe who aren't playing up to their potential. That it's just really uh, kind of hamstringing that entire offense. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show as we wrap it up, Robin. Uh, quick thoughts here, Robin and Nate. Uh, receivers, is there anything Nebraska can do different 
um, to, to get Kenavai Noah, Mike Williams, and some other guys going this week? Well, part of it is giving uh, Adrian more time in the pocket to go through his progressions and Adrian going through those progressions better and not locking on one or two guys. But also, those receivers need to do a better job of getting open. Uh, they're, they're not finding ways to adjust to zones, and it's limiting the, the options Adrian has. Yeah, you start off with a good snap and give Adrian some time, and then uh, I think it kind of falls on the shoulders of, of those wideouts. And I'd like to see some, some fresh faces out there too. Uh, maybe bring in some of the younger guys who might have a chance to stretch the field or, or maybe can, can give the defense some different looks. So, um, you know, we'll see what happens there. All right, when we come back, we're going to shift our discussion over to Nebraska's defense as the Blackshirts continue to stop the run well, but they gave up big plays at Colorado. We'll discuss all that next here. You're listening to the Husker Online Show.